Hello, this is Shreya, and welcome to my podcast. I had some free time today, so I wanted to record this. And I also obviously have to record this because I said I would do this podcast once a week. So this is me trying, you know, to keep to that commitment, but also because I had free time. And I want to say, usually I'm not great with free time. I'm one of the people of this world who thrives off of being busy. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, no, Shreya, that's not true. You've just convinced yourself or this capitalistic workaholic society has convinced you that that is the way of life. And I don't disagree. This whole workaholic thing and like thriving off of being busy is definitely something my workaholic high school taught me. My workaholic university codified and continues to codify and the workaholic corporate world continues to reinforce. And it's really hard to unlearn all of that. And I think I definitely recognize that trying to like busy myself up all the time definitely has made me overly exhausted and lethargic at times when I've slept eight hours or more during a day. Like I'll still be so tired some days. And sometimes when like I am ready to go to sleep on one of these days where I'm just like overworking myself, like my brain just won't stop racing because I want to do like 15 million things every second of my day. And that's what my brain is thinking about constantly. It's like that, that one episode of SpongeBob where he has like all the different versions of himself like running around and everything's burning and like the file, ca- the filing cabinets are on fire and all the Spongebobs are panicking. It's like that, but Shreya's everywhere. At the same time, though, I definitely recognize that there are parts of the whole thriving off of being busy sort of cycle that, have, that I've also really appreciated. Like, I think I've gotten to experience a lot more in life, like in my 20 years of life, because, you know, I've pushed myself and... Obviously, I don't want to push myself to like the brink of like being burnt out all the time. Um, I think all people encounter burnout at different points in life. And I feel like it's just become a part of our lives. And I don't think I should always be there. But sometimes you like know your limits based on how hard you push yourself. I don't don't take advice from me on this subject. But anyways, I'm just trying to speak to my personal experience. The things that I'm grateful for is because are the the things that I'm grateful for are that like I feel like because I've you know tried a bunch of things and like yeah it keeps me very busy on all my toes but at the same time I've gotten to experience like what do I like about a certain career path like where am I headed what do I not like because I've gotten to experience more of those things or you know, because I invest a lot of my time in like friendships and relationships, like I feel like I understand what I like and what I don't like better because I invest that time. And even though like it keeps me busy and on my toes, like I have better understanding of that. And I've also just gotten to like watch more things and read more things and learn more things. You know, it's like at the sacrifice of like my free time and like, can I really tell you what my hobbies are? I don't know. Like I make video diaries, I tell everyone that. If anyone asks me for a fun fact, I I say I can sing the alphabet backwards and I've been making video diaries for seven years. But other than that, like what are my hobbies? I have no idea. Like I like watching TV, reading. Those are so basic. I can't tell you what my hobbies are. 
anyways, I'm getting off track. But I don't, there, there is no track. There's no direction that this is going in. But anyways, like I told you about my speech and debate experiences in the last episode, I'm going to talk about them again because speech and debate was such a pivotal part of my life. But anyways, in speech and debate, I wrote a whole speech about how we glorify busyness in society. It was the same speech that I did my whole high school musical introduction, and I don't even remember how they're correlated. But anyways, if you remember that from the last episode. Or maybe you should go listen to the last episode. So yeah, I wrote a whole speech about how you shouldn't glorify busyness and like what the dangers of that are. Um, And there's a lot because I do believe that like I'm one of those people that thrives off being busy, but it has to be like meaningful things. It's not like I think busyness becomes extremely toxic when you're just trying to stuff your day with stuff you know when it's not meaningful things like friendships that mean things to you like passions that mean things to you like kind of like you know how we talk about like resume fillers or like yeah like resume fluff like resume fluff but like life fluff you're just trying to keep it like throw stuff around just to keep yourself busy and at sometimes like emotionally or like for whatever reason what you're going through like outside of your like work life like whatever you're going through yourself you just need to like occupy your mind with other things like I get it sometimes you need fluff but I think people who do it just for the sake of like oh my god I have so many things on my plate look at how many things I balance I'm so great you know I don't think that's the greatest thing ever moving on I think that I like having free time don't get me wrong because I'm, I feel like I'm always a person who's saying, oh, I just, you know, I, I like want like a, like a, a day or like I just want like a weekend to just like do nothing. But then if, but when, it, when I have time like that, when I'm just doing nothing, I feel awful. And again, one might argue that I only feel this way because I've coded myself, I've conditioned myself to believe that I need to be doing something at all times. However, I also feel like there's a part of it where I hate extended free time, like a full day of just nothing. Because I don't think it's that there needs to be a million things that day. I just think I need structure. I'm like a person who really, really values structure. And that's why I feel like I deeply struggle with, you know, having extended free time. And I'm just a product of the workaholic culture that I grew up in. I'm a product of it and I am who I am because of society and there's no way around that. I'm not special. I acknowledge that. But I do think there's a difference between wanting to just fill your day up with stuff and like calling yourself busy versus, you know, the structure, like, like liking and wanting the structure that busyness affords you um, and trying to, you know, put meaningful things into your day to give yourself that structure. And of course, I'm not going to say that there's not crossover or overlap. Like, yes, I'm a person who wants structure and wants meaningful things in my life. Would I say there's still a lot of fluff in my life? For sure, right? And if you just want to cram stuff into your life just to say that you're the busiest person ever, yeah, like you're going to have structure because of it or chaos, you know, whatever you want to call it. 
And I'm talking about this because I feel like I've experienced both. My freshman year of high school, and I talk about this experience very specifically in my speech and debate speech, but, um, you know, when I was a freshman in high school, I, like, wanted to do everything and, like, thought I, you know, would be not cool, but, like, I would have a better life if I had so many things going on. And so the first thing I decided to sign myself up for the summer before freshman year was a job at Wendy's. And I know what you're thinking, you know, Shreya, like, weren't you like 15? Isn't that illegal? No, I was 14 and it was legal in Ohio. I don't know if it still is. It shouldn't be. But anyways, I worked a job at Wendy's and that made me miserable. My dog, like, would just like bite at my shoes and my clothes because I smelled so much like meat every day when I came home and it was just like not the ideal environment for a 14 year old for sure but I dealt with it Um, but anyways that was the first thing I decided to tack onto my life and then I was like okay I'm also gonna put myself on the model UN in the model UN club and Stugo which is student government and the mock trial team, and of course, speech and debate. How could you forget? It's only like 30% of my personality today. But anyways, I just like wanted to fill myself with all of that, and I ended up crying in my counselor's office, unable to quit my Wendy's job because my manager was so scary, and like her mustache made me want to like pee my pants. I was just so petrified of her. Teresa, if you're listening, you're so scary. That whole experience, you know, like I was like, I need to take things off my plate because that's like, that's when you, and I definitely burnt out so early on because I was so overwhelmed and I was like so scared of disappointing so many people. And it's just like emotionally, it's exhausting. Physically, it's exhausting. And like mentally, it's exhausting. I don't know if I already said that. Maybe I did. Um, And I, I, I didn't like it. And I felt like that was just very like me trying to, put a bunch of things into my day and it didn't feel good also side note I'm sweating so so bad while recording this not because I'm nervous but I also sweat when I'm nervous as many people do but because it's really hot in my apartment because I don't have the air conditioning on and you may ask why Shreya do you not have the air conditioning on in the dead of summer um in a little boxed apartment in New York City but my answer is that there's no centralized AC here and there's like an AC unit in the living room and I can't turn it on because then the audio quality will not be very good and I'm trying to you know do this in a somewhat good way the good podcasters don't have bad audio quality so that that that's what I'm striving for to get back to my point most days I enjoy structure I feel like I can get a lot of things done for work or school or put silly little stickers in my silly little planner. Um, I can dress cute and I feel like I'm a coming of age TV show character when I walk around. I can see and spend more time with the people I love. I can actually have meals or maybe I'll even cook a meal. I probably won't. I hate cooking, but you know, sometimes it still makes me feel accomplished. Or if I'm feeling especially ambitious, I'll work out. I'll make a freaking video diary because I'm introspective like that. And 
in essence, I'll feel like I'm managing my life, my professional ambitions, but also my personal goals and well-being um, while getting to speak to the people I love and speak to the person I love the most, myself, through my video diaries. But say I have like 50 of those days or so, or 100 or whatever, and then I want to go home because that's a lot, and I want to collapse, and I want to sleep for like 14 hours. So I'll go do that. I'll, I'll sleep for 14 hours, and then I'll probably wake up at noon or after, and I'll not really know what life has in store for me that day because I won't have classes or work or there's a pandemic. I, I just life won't be planned out on this day when I'm like, oh, I just need to like do nothing all day because every once in a while I find myself in those situations. So then what I'll do is I'll skip breakfast because it's too late and I'll probably maybe probably not take a shower. I'll sit around in my St. Louis Cardinals t-shirt and then I'll scroll through Instagram like a million times. I'll play Bloons Tower Defense or other iPad games for like six hours and I'll get a headache. My step count would probably be like six. My cute, silly little planner won't get any stickers. And I also won't do any of the things that I wrote that I would do in my planner. And suddenly, it'll be 8 p.m. And I'll eat dinner and I'll probably talk on the phone for a couple of hours and sleep at like 1 a.m. I think my point with that is I've done this very exact thing like a week or two ago. But anyways, and I hated it. Actually, no, I didn't hate it because I had family around. So like family, like gave me structure and like spending time with people I love. But you know, sometimes I do these things where I'm alone and I'm just like mindlessly doing things and being like, ugh, wellness. But anyways, it's good for me to do those things like parts of that whole day that I just described to you. Like it's good for me to play my iPad games. It's good for me to wake up and sleep in or wake wake up late and sleep in um it's good for me to sit around in my st louis cardinals t-shirt but if i do all of those things in one day i just end up feeling like crap i'll go to bed with a headache i'll be lost and confused about where my life is headed and i'll, I'll just overall be low energy but at the same time i can't do 50 or 100 days straight of like that earlier type of life that i described to you that like coming of age movie person like that's dressed nice that has a coffee in hand that finishes all her school work her like job work and um you know decorates her planner and works out and eats healthy and sees people she loves I can do that some days and I feel really good like when I'm especially caffeinated but I can't do a million days of that straight because that's when you get to that, you know, the, the burnout thing. Like, I'll pass out if I, if I do that, like, on repeat for many, many days. I think the ideal structured life that I like to strike is that I like to have that structure coming-of-age character Sharia for, like, three days of the week or, like, four days of the week. And then for a few days, I do something like, like my current summer, right? Like I'll, I'll work from 10 to 6 and maybe I'll wear a cute little corporate woman girl outfit. And then I'll have the rest of the day to kind of be to myself. So I'll walk home, 
you know, instead of taking the train, because I probably won't work out, but I'm, you know, it feels nice to not only have six steps in the day. And I'll probably come back and check my phone and, you know, heat up yummy, maybe not so healthy food. Um, I'll put on my Cardinals shirt and I'll watch only murders in the building for two hours and probably play some iPad games and then go to bed or like talk on the phone and go to bed. And that is great for me because it feels like most of my day has structure and then I have a couple of hours of my day to just let loose and do the things that I want to do. Not just the things I want, but also feel like I should do. Because when you're constantly doing things you want, but also should do like all the time, there's a lot of those, right? So you just try to pack in as many as possible and then you're like, then you're overwhelmed, and it doesn't become as meaningful. And in order to ha- like maintain enough balance to be able to do the meaningful things in your day, you also need days where it feels kind of a little bit looser. But my point is that when, when not you, but when I give myself like uninterrupted, extended, like I'm just going to make absolutely no plans today, nothing, it just makes me feel like crap. And that's why I think it's really important for me to sprinkle that free time throughout my life and throughout my weeks because rather than get overwhelmed while I'm yearning for free time and then I get free time and collapse and then it doesn't feel relieving at all, I like to give myself a mix of days. So some days I'm like a hamster on a hamster wheel and I'm very go, go, go. And then maybe some days I'm a bit more laid back Um, where I'll just do a couple of fun or relaxing things like go out with friends or get a pedicure or put on my Cardinals t-shirt. And lastly, I also like to have hybrid days, which are those days where I'll have a portion of my day that'll be kind of go, 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 more structured and productivity driven. And then a portion of my day where it's just, you know, free to my likeness, like whatever I want to do. Um, and it doesn't have to be like half the day this, half the day that. It can be like kind of mingle throughout. I really like having breaks between my classes. I'm not one of those people that always just likes to stack my classes back to back. Um, And I feel like it's, again, you can sprinkle your time however you want, but that's how I do it. And I think that's just really worked better for me um, to maintain my sanity and my goals rather than just go, 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 and then do that for like 50 days straight until I get to like a three-day weekend and then I just it's not like I want to just sit at home on a three-day weekend and do nothing and so I feel like I feel like crap again um it's like you want to go hang out with friends and then you're not getting your free time at all but I get it I'm not like everybody and maybe what works for me doesn't work at all for you because you hate structure or you hate me whatever the case Um, But whoever you are, though, I will say you probably need to strike a balance in some way because nobody can go, go, go all the time without some aspect of their life taking a hit. And and that's just life. Like maybe some people can do the go, go, go longer um, than others. But again, nobody can sustain it. And the key to balance for me has really been to have a mix of those hard, medium, easy days. Um. And to put just enough on my plate where I can have that mix, where it's not just hard, 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 hard days. And then, you know, throw in one easy day that feels, you know, super long and I have like a ton of time and I just 
you know, uh, I want to go see people and I want to go do things again. And it doesn't work. And that's, of course, like something that's taken me a lot of time to figure out. Um, And every time my life changes in some way, like my class schedule is different or, you know, like last semester I took a gap semester and that was like a whole figuring out thing. And I probably figured it out at the very end of the semester and then the semester was over. And then I moved to the city. And I feel like I have to start from the drawing board every time my life changes. But, you know, everyone's figuring it out. So there's comfort in that. And I think for everyone, you just kind of have to figure out for yourself what your trade-offs are like which aspects of your life you're going to lean out of a little bit. Or maybe it's like a singular aspect of your life that you're going to deprioritize completely for the time being for the sake of, you know, your peace of mind. Usually for me, it's working out. Like that is the first thing that when I get stressed or when I have a lot of goals in mind that I give out because I'm like, nah, I can be without it. That'll probably bite me in the butt later in life, but it's not right now. So, haha. Anyways, this doesn't always have to be such an explicit conversation. Like you don't need to like be having like dialogue with yourself about what you're going to prioritize and what you're not going to prioritize like every single time. Um, Unless of course you make video diaries and break down each and every aspect of your life verbally like me. Um, But I think you're always constantly, you know, subconsciously making those trade-offs every time you make a decision. But I think every time you go through one of those like phase changes in life, I think it's really good or like I found it helpful to step back and verbalize or write out all the different aspects of my life and then make an order of priority or like circle slash highlight the ones that are going to be the most important for that semester or for that year. And I think that's really good to like as a check in every once in a while rather than to do that every day um, because that's not just not feasible. But yeah, to do it like every once in a while when you're going through a transition, it just it just helps you reset, I think. Um, and to remind you that like your approach to your life in different phases can't be the same every time. And it's like you have to, it's better to figure that out from the get-go. Or maybe, maybe you just want to figure it out. You know, I'm not going to say what's best for you. You figure that out. I'm just going to say what's best for me is to figure it out beforehand and then learn as I go. The last thing I'll say, or... The last couple things I'll say are that you can't say yes to everything every time. I don't want to tell you what to do. I can't say yes to everything every single time. And some goals in my life and maybe your life will just require more energy. And most people, I would say, have a finite amount of energy and caffeine can only do so much. So you got to figure out like what the sacrifices are at a given time. And that's got to be a you journey, just like it is a me thing in figuring out what the trade-offs are going to be at a given time. Um, And the very last thing I'll say on this topic is a quote that I actually heard, not a quote, but something that Lin-Manuel Miranda said. So it is a quote, but something that he said, this genius said during a speaker series where I heard him, and people were asking for advice or you know how he's able to do all the amazing things that he sets out to do and he says you know I have a really good team and this is kind of like me you know trying to encompass the greatness that he is but um you know he has a team to keep him focused because you know if he just said yes to everything like he could 
Um, but he probably wouldn't be able to do the dreaming part of his job, um, which is, you know, coming up with creative stories, coming up with these lyrics. And, you know, the quote that really stuck with me was, say no to the good stuff so you can say yes to the really great stuff. My name is Shreya. I host and produce this podcast, and I want to say thank you so, so much for listening and for putting up with the insufferable amount of times that I use the word like. The show art was created by the talented Thea Sony. Her Instagram handle is in the show notes, so check it out. And that's pretty much all I have to say for now.